You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Mob Wives After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Mob Wives After Show. Yo, what up, AfterBuzzers? Bing is for doing, and we are doing another AfterBuzz TV show, Mob Wives Season 2, Episode 9, Cabin Fever. I'm really excited about today because we have so much news and gossip. Jennifer Graziano, I hope I'm saying her name correctly. I think so. Graziano. Graziano. Don't they say it like a nice Italian? Graziano. Uh, She's been in the press talking about all the upcoming seasons of different mob wives. It's like, uh, what do we have? Chicago. Chicago just got greenlit. Greenlit. And she was on just a massive interview spree talking to all different people about that show, about how the mob wives, how it all came into... uh, came into being but really interesting stuff so we'll go over it news and gossip very exciting uh so we are joined here in studio i'm dj jesse janity we have cameron marston uh, i would like a little hello oh, good evening right don't Just you say that, that would... <laughs> good evening. thank you yeah or as his nickname it should say <laughs> devil's advocate <laughs> devil's advocate <laughs> uh and kevin undergaro who will be thank you very busy much. at work getting us some news and gossip for today mm-hmm. um so Overall, what did you guys think of tonight's episode? I, w- I don't know. Like, I, I expected the cabin thing to be. We were starting to heat up. I was getting excited. Yeah, I'm ready for another blowout. Yeah, well, I'm waiting. For you know, it. we I had thought- that. Like, uh, I'm, I'm ready. We need. I feel like we need another blowout. I totally agree. Which I think we might get, but I kind of feel like it's going to sizzle down. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like, and now what I'm really nervous about is the the when we learn what Junior did, how he ratted, and how. You know how he rats out the dad and how he's working with feds. It's going to be a cliffhanger. Oh, Don't exa- you think? It's going to because we're going to they're going to want you to come to season three. Uh, kill me. That's exactly what it's going to be. Well, I mean, it didn't happen like too three long. Three special ago. episodes and a separate little like a Kim Zolciak deal kind of thing. No, 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 no. It'll be season three. That's what Jen's going to squeeze as much money out of that as possible. <laughs> um, well, what else I'm kind of worried about is because I do want another blowout. I'm kind of nervous about uh, Drita going to anger management. Yeah, because we need her to stay strong. Yeah, I can't. I can't have her settle. What did you? You know what? I I really liked Rita. I like. A, I like a lot of these people. But I, I and I have questions for you guys on how they rate against the the Housewives franchise. Just in terms of I just in terms of who they are as human beings. Because I always put my Jersey Shore kids against the Housewives any day of the week. Is I feel like they they're more decent than the Housewives, who just seem like they don't care about anyone. I don't think you can even put them in the same category, honestly. Uh, maybe with certain ones, 
because like to me the Atlanta one is just like they're just putting on a show for you at this point they've been doing it for so many seasons but when you went back to the beginning were they vapid did they were they just about money it, did they not care about each other or no it, else? it was more to me I took it like it was real friendships and now it's just oh, okay. deeper right. into it and they know they have to be around each other to me one of the more uh, honest ones is Beverly Housewives it's just because they have so much money that they just they literally are just living with each other and they could care less about each other when it comes down to it but at the end of the day they know what each one of them is going through which is kind of like the mob wife situation because even tonight I would kind of respected Karen in the sense of her saying you know I respect Carla for sticking by Drita so as much as Karen most people when they hate somebody they don't want to give anybody credit they don't want to give any credit right <clears throat> Which kind of makes me feel like Karen and Drita might have a resolution with each Maybe. other. Maybe. Well, going back, well, wasn't it interesting that Drita cried over the wheelchair story, a kid in a wheelchair? Again. Yeah. That's oh. not the first time she's told that story. Okay. Oh, really? That's like the third time she's brought up that wheelchair <laughs> So what do you story. think? So it's okay. So she's I don't hate not Drita. being genuine? I actually I like Drita. I think but is that, I mean, I think, there, isn't there a decency to that? No, no. To I, her being just-minded and feeling bad for a kid and then wanting to yeah. fight for that reason? I mean, I've, I'm, I've had similar situations, so I do understand that. And to hear that side of her... Isn't, but isn't that great, though? I mean, isn't that uh, great, no, but it's, isn't it's that... A, it's a double-edged sword, because the doctor says, you know, it's an extreme sense of right or wrong, and I, I think I fall into that. But the problem yeah. is, you in your head start deciding what is right and wrong, exactly. and then you impose that on other people, and then you try and justify and validate that. And when you get called out on it, you try and spin it in whatever way is possible. And it's not always... It's, like, it's, it's not Robin Hood. Yeah. It's not he's stealing from the rich, giving it to the poor, but he's still stealing. Right. Uh, I guess. I don't know. But, I mean, hearing that from her, it brought a, human, a, a different side out for me because I actually don't remember her telling that story before. Uh, and then seeing her cry, like, it's really emotionally affecting her. I was just like... Oh, that's why her and Renee are so such good friends. They're on the same pills. Uh, oh no, really? no, but, no but, I'm, I'm glad, but I'm glad you said that because I do put them in the same category with uh, because her issues with Lee mm-hmm. and Renee's issues with Junior. Mm-hmm. The whole sense of they're, they're constantly seeking validation from the one that they fell in love with, love of their life. Right. You know. Uh, I mean, probably not going to happen. I'm glad she's seeking help. I'm glad that. Uh, She's taking the effort to go ahead, and I, I also thought the same thing. Her and, this is why I think her and Karen are gonna uh, kind of find a, a middle ground, and I would love it if it was over Ramona Spock being blown up. But Drita made the comment. Uh, oh my gosh, my brain just farted. Drita made the comment about Karen. Oh, what did she just? Oh, okay. We need to we need to move on to something else, and it'll come. Well, right I'll back. jump on that because I, I think that their middle ground may be over their children. I'm hoping that that's as a mother, that's what she said. Yeah, they're walking in the her, park. Yeah, she said, you know, we have these children. What what kind of example are we setting for them? You know, I don't want to bring up Karen. I don't want to uh, explain why I don't like her. You know, at the end of the day, we should be able to come together and you know. Or if we don't like each other, just not care. But Renee's always kind of pulling everybody. And when it comes down to it, yeah, Drita acts on it. And yeah, Karen acts on it. But it's Renee who's starting all of the drama. So who's the bad guy in this situation? But plays the victim. To me, it's Renee. Mm, Oh, definitely. So I don't know if all the girls is going to play like a little mutiny against Renee or something, but... I, she's so scary. She's even, scary. Even, she's scary, even though uh, physically 
Drita will you know beat any of them. She's just frightening. I just remember being in the North End and like again I go you back think, to my work days. You really days, think Drita could beat Renee? I don't. I think Renee's crazy. Like she's cra- no, it's crazy. Like no, beat her and then yeah, because she's a girly girl. She's been like an Italian princess, but then she's going in the house and she's either gonna dial a number to have you <laughs> killed, or she's gonna go take a weapon or something. I mean, I just I, seeing those kind of women growing up, they were always the most frightening. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so frightening. You know, not treat her as much. No, you- R- Renee's the one I think you should worry about. I don't think she's going to do anything herself physically. Drita, yeah, I mean, Drita and Karen, I think they throw down. Ramona, I think she's a lot of bark. But I don't think Renee would actually lift a finger. She's crazy. And she's admitted she's not a fighter. She doesn't know mm-hmm. how to fight and all that. But you're right. I think she's the type she would call the, she would call the first person. Like, I, need oh, like, I need a hit. Oh, I need a yeah. hit or something. Uh, and so, I mean, basically this episode, and as you said, seeking validation um we saw today it was junior's birthday and she cooks this big french toast eggs bacon junior's plate was full (laughs) and she's like junior junior and junior comes down grumpy as all yeah typical male aj come on hurry up hurry up she's like get put in the big plate in front of junior like happy birthday baby like oh love you. what a shift right because before they go like, oh, ag come hug your mother yeah. you know i love you so much i miss you but now junior's around she treats well you look at it now she treats aj like a sibling as opposed to her real as opposed to a son <clears throat> she treats him more, more like a but sibling. do you think that's because junior was gone for so long that he had to she they they say that he stepped up to be the man of the host well it's a complex it's the opposite of the uh, what is it it's an electric complex you know the, the mother or the son loves the mother but it's the reverse she actually put him in the position of junior while he was gone mm. <clears throat> that's a lot of it's really great mentality. that you picked that up though jesse <laughs> you know all i kept thinking of is seeing women like that that there's so many of them they want to be married mm-hmm. they want their man at home with them they want the man to be loyal not want to be with anyone else and they're just so difficult it's complaining complaining, yeah screaming and it's clean up after yourself and this and that and what that's that's it that's all i get for the watch i I, you know this is not someone easy to be dating jesse or married to well no but i mean i do think it's a catch-22 i know he's at it he's fanned the flames with his cheat his infidelity that but it's funny because actually someone was a girl was just talking to me about this yesterday and she brought up how and I, I don't know if this is true, so I would love if the, any females are out there listening right now, 424-256-1729, because this girl made a very bold statement yesterday. She said, every girl go- has that one guy that changes her for life. Truth. For crazy, not mm-hmm. not oh, normal. For, wow. And, and like, actually, like, m- mind screws you. Mm-hmm. Oh. And that's why, you know, people, guys are always like, girls are crazy, and they don't understand them, and it's... They say they blame it on one man in their life. And so I'm wondering... Could it be the father, too, though? Is she tar- it's a, honestly, it's a boyfriend. I think she's so obsessive. Well, maybe. Maybe because she doesn't have that attachment with him. She Actually, I would say it's the father. Because when it comes down to it, she attaches herself to Junior. When Junior's gone, she attaches herself to AJ. It's, she attaches herself to one man and then can't give anything to anybody else. Because... I mean, maybe he doesn't like bacon, eggs, or anything like that. But like, the, I don't know. I just can't get over that. That little plate it was just like three dirty pieces of French toast. And all I just said was, "This poor kid." Did you, when he walks in, it's like he's, he's like, just, "Happy birthday, Dad!" Yeah, yeah. And it's 
He just didn't have any choice. Yeah. I think your friend's statement is an extension of that father complex. I think a lot of, well, being gay, I think a lot of females and a lot of gay men, you kind of base your attraction and your ideas of relationships with a partner on your father. So... I could understand that she made it seem something totally different yesterday, but now that you just put those pieces together, because I was sitting there like that is but a real bold statement. <laughs> <laughs> but I just—it's the catch twenty-two of like, yeah, his—I'm sure his cheating and stuff made her, could have made her crazy, but he—you know—who's to say she didn't drive him to cheating too? I mean. Why would you want to... I see women do this to men all the time, and I, I want to say, why would your guy... And I know some guys who put up with it, right. and they just kind of tune out. They go out to their shed or down to the garage, <laughs> and they workshop, and they work on an engine or some stupid project or just something. That's their, like, escape from it all. And I'm like, just stop. Just well, Can't you just be nice? And how many women do we know that stay with that guy, and then you, I'm sure... The Junior, flip side. I'm sure Junior cheat. I mean... I'm sure it didn't take years for him to start cheating. I'm sure he cheated very soon. Probably, in the probably. So she expected him to change, and that's unfair to a, to another person. Right. That's a red flag. You should know. I don't know. Mike. I just feel like I'm dating her, and I'm doing. I'm opening the doors. I'm do, I don't. I just feel like it's not. Not. It wouldn't be enough. Yeah. I mean, if I were dating her, I don't think I. You could. I don't think there's any man who could keep her, her happy. After this show, I don't. I, I mean, oh, I feel it. like no. she's alone for the rest of her damn life. I mean, you this want, is like the worst e harmony po- profile. That's why I said aging, aging no, I mean, I, well, I'm thinking from another perspective. Jesse is just being in this town for the last ten years. When they get famous, oh, everything is just you just poured gas on this fire. So everything is amplified. Um, the people that are attracted are attracted to the fame. So you know that's not going to work. But that's why I see after this, it's very, very difficult to, to settle down and be with somebody. Now, forget it. Agreed. And so, I mean, she's sitting here and she's telling us, uh, it just so happens that Karen, Carla, and uh, Ramona, and uh, uh, yeah, Ramona sitting there talking about they want to go to the Poconos. And Carl's like, all right, I guess I'll go. Um, they invite Renee, and it just so happens she needs to get out of the house. She needs a vacation. Um, <laughs> Which I love because they always, those personality types always need a vacation. Perfect. Always. For it. I don't think there's any day of the week where you wouldn't say, you know what? I have a vacation lined up, and she wouldn't say, oh, my God, I so need a vacation. I've been cleaning crumbs all week. <laughs> By the way, I'm going to say this about these guys, too. Another compliment I want to throw their way. Very clean houses. I'm watching the Jersey Shore get filthier and filthier every week. Well, they're home all damn day. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Yeah, but Jesse, we see a lot of lame people. The houses, are, I, I'm going to give them credit for that. I'm still wondering about the house situation, though, because when you get a little money, for me, the first thing I'm going to get rid of is the plastic drawer containers that she had in her bedroom. Did you see that? I did see yeah, that. Yeah, and I was like, wait. Well, she because didn't just there, get money, though. Well, there was she, rumor she was that, that the, the apartment that she's in... This is before the season Who's started. Who's this, by the way? Who are we talking uh, about? Renee. Okay. There's rumor that that was provided not by the company, but in in to set up for this next season. Because it's a different apartment than it was before. Mm. I remember questioning. We were talking last season. I remember questioning their places because they were a little too neat. They were a little too modern. No one's working. Well, you know, but then I did get confirmation yeah. from producers that said it's in fact their places. And not only that, but when we saw, um, and this is totally off of just living on the East Coast, <laughs> uh, Big Angie's house reminds me of all of my aunt's house. Like, it's just cluttered with, like, things that are, like, 
who really, it has aging really it. there's time yes. in there there's you time see, and collection in there you you so Renee's house is a little immaculate for me it's Renee's, empty but look how but crazy I also she think is. because she's crazy OCD oh. and I actually love that about her yeah, yeah but did you see the couch as she moved that was torn on the bottom it was ripped and shredded that, I, I didn't know I, that well, I was wondering if that wasn't a bit like well, well, Junior's moving junior, in junior's couch, it yeah. was like oh, we're, yeah. we're just trying to create a moment I think that was dick in the soup um, and then also the other one that made me kind of think, well, this must be their house is Drita, uh, Romanian, right? Correct. Albanian. Um, Albanian. Um, Next to Greece. Yes. In her style, when I saw her kitchen, I was like, ew, that kitchen just makes me want to throw up because that's exactly like that whole culture. And I, even Greeks will do it. And I'm like, <laughs> I just hate a lot of Greek kitchens, like just the style of, and I'm just like, it's so typical. And that's when I looked at it and I was like, oh, this is this bitch's kitchen. Like, come on. <laughs> so I do definitely think that is their house isn't. But um, they need to go on vacation. They go to the damn Poconos. And By Ryan, the way, in the, the Poconos now, back in the, I was telling you guys, I think it was like the 40s to probably the 70s was the honeymoon destination. The honeymoon destination for like middle America. And as from what I hear now, it's like half of it's a ghost town. Uh, I, I know that it's a, uh, a lot of, I guess the hotels and the motels that are in cabins are trying are to up stay there. in business. I trying to stay in business. Right. And it is, it must be from like the 70s because I remember a lot of my friends who go up there and party would be like, oh yeah, they have the heart shaped hot yes. tubs. Yeah. But it, it's just like a, it's more like a college town during certain months. Right. Uh, well, like so, you saw, you saw the fraternity, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's really kind of interesting that they chose the Poconos to go up there. But it was an interesting little trip, and Renee didn't bring any of her pills. <laughs> no, she brought them. She said she wasn't going to take, take them the them. whole weekend. She oh, wanted to drink. Nah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I feel like she knows she's making good television, but I, I don't think she's being phony, but I do think that she knows... She's always been the loud one. She's always been the fun one. And I think she knows by amping it up, say, times 10, she makes a great TV. Because it but, just seems like all those moments of the, the furs and the this and, the, and not having It annoyed having me today, though. Well, it's been maybe because it was too much. Maybe it's just too... Maybe it's too... Con- she was too, con- you're too... We're too conscious of it now, and she's too conscious of it. Yeah, and I'm kind of in the fence between both of you guys because f- watching it, like the crumb thing, it was cr- as crazy as it was. It was like, okay, we'd see it like once or twice during the episode. This episode, it was just like the damn Renee show and it, it really actually started getting on my nerves and I kind of like started looking at her differently like okay you someone needs to pull you off of TV because this isn't a good look for you right now and you have a son at home you have family like you I, I want you to have a connection with your father and if your father's watching this it's not going to get any better who knows what he's thinking he's supposedly and again we'll t- I think I have it in news and gossip he's supposedly getting better Okay. He's getting more accepting of it. I think I think cuz he's not it says because it's it's really more about the women in this life. It's not about the guys. And I'm sure you know here, here's one thing about the mobsters. They they've typically they hate the press. At the same time, the ones I knew, if you're making money, it's all good. And that you can make it by selling pills. You can make it by, you know, hijacking cars however they made money reality what TV. reality tv so if he's she if they're making money and he's probably saying wait they're actually just making tons of money off this without having to run from the law hmm you know what maybe in 10 years when i get out i'm going to be kind of all set now you know i'm sure he's 
So it's got to be a side to him thinking that. My question for you guys is, you know, we're always talking about dick in the soup. Mm. Right. Are they, pl- and obviously, you know, you even made the comment of Renee playing it up a little bit. Are they playing it up with their vocabulary? Because on the boat, in the restaurant, they're using things like swim with, with the fishes. The fishes. Uh, yeah, you I'm know, sure. You'll be floating in the lake, like all that stuff. And it's like, you're grown women, like... I do. It's know. not like you guys are really but like sitting what, there selling ounces of like cocaine. But all, like. but all the girls, the ladies I knew, mm-hmm. always liked that Jesse. So that, and if you got a little too close to him, I like, have oh, your legs broken. How many times I heard that? I'm like, really? I, you know, ten years I've never seen you have anyone's legs broken. Like, not that I want to see it happen, well, bravado, but like, bravado. but all of them, like, they do always drop those terms. You know. But even in like joking situations, like I understand, like when Maybe, you get I'm mad, sure it's a little bit. It's I don't probably know, I more for entertainment. It probably yeah, is. I felt a little more, especially Ramona. It probably is. Saying. But when you do your research, you know, doing the research on the show, and so a lot of it was this news that we have like literally eight pages, which I'm going to abbreviate as best I can. But you just genuinely, they have these people have all known each other for a long right. time. Whereas these other shows, they do cast them. And they kind of scotch tape them together. This this group really, there's like a deep history here. It's like no fooling around. There are people who are dead. No <laughs> That because of them, and they all did know each other. And I and I can see them when they get together. They kind of they go they throw back, right? So when mm-hmm. a bunch of queens get together, all of a sudden the ones that were masculine all of a sudden aren't so masculine, right? So they all they all revert to that kind of like oh what's comfortable, and they joke around, and it's a little too much sometimes. And maybe editing, you know, maybe they've been slacking because I'm sure this is nothing new. And I also feel like. When you get in these situations, and like we were talking about gas being put on the fire. Mm-hmm. So I think from what I hear about Renee, she was always the life of the party. She would tell her hairdresser her life story. Like her life's been an open book. That's what the sister has said about her. I believe that. And now, and she's in a total drama queen and spoiled and, and, and in her own way has a good heart in her own crazy way. Oh, right. But then now you pour gas in this and you, you positively reward her for this behavior and mm-hmm. say, now you're famous, now you get more attention and you're going to get more money and you're going to be less dependent on dad, on junior. And so what do you think she's going to be? So, of course, everything now is going to be amplified so much. And I think it is. Uh, you know, we even saw it to the point where they were sitting at the table, and Renee just randomly brings out Junior because every other word it is was, Junior. Yeah, it was time. And she starts talking about um, quoting this. It was 20,000 square foot. You lived in a 20,000 square foot house. She says, actually, it was 30. 30. It was Ramona talking about um, the house that Renee grew up in, correct? Yes. So, so then that was the that was the segue into, okay, you're talking about how I grew up, and her mind... It seems like went to that place of, and you think that's why Junior married me. Well, no, no, no. Right? Even before that, they were talking about the talking about crusty crotch. Yeah, <laughs> that was before that. Okay, I'm yeah. sorry. So right before she started talking about, they were talking right. about crusty crotch, and she this latter she just face. brought up Junior, and everyone you just saw, kind of saw Karen. Uh, like, oh boo. god, like yeah. And she, but they let her do it because it's like they know she needs to vent. And you don't shut her up, Jesse. Yeah, you, you know you when you have a friend like that, no, they get worse. Yeah. Uh, don't tell me that my hands are crying. Start slamming the chairs yeah, up and then just start like, crying. Oh, and God, yeah, no, sad, yeah, you know, you just know when you. Oh, we've all had friends like that. I have to say, probably in my past, I was one of those friends. Well, my daughter's calling. I gotta go. <laughs> you just let them rant. I have to disappear from the table. You just gotta let them rant. Yeah. So they let her rant. She's going on about this ex-girlfriend, and they kind of figure, okay, we can wash it out. Um, and then they bring up. 
the situation she brings up the situation about Ramona and Junior right away and of course Drita's name gets pulled into it uh, Ramona denies it swears on her children I don't know what else she swore on something weird her I father's could, life her father's life and then what was the, yeah. the last thing was I like don't her know. house but or that doesn't mean anything to me no exactly and that's what I'm trying to say but as soon as she it's says that here's delusional Renee ah if Ramona is swearing yeah, on yeah, this, yeah. it must be true. Now, 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 now the guns get turned back to Drita. Renee and Drita have been friends longer than Renee and Ramona, correct? From what? Renee no. and Drita? No? Oh, no. Renee, oh, Renee's known Ramona longer. I don't know if they've been friends the entire time. Because Drita came into it after. It right? seems like Drita was friends with Well, because Drita Jennifer. was friends with Big Ann since she was young. Correct? Yes, from the bar scene. Which is would make me and 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 Big Ange was friends with the um uh, Renee's older sister who we don't okay, know. That's what it is. So she was like another generation. That's why she wasn't cast on season one, which we'll get into in the Ramona's news. Because Ramona's dad and Renee's dad were acquaintances, right. per se. Okay, so with that situation, here's Renee bugging out now, slamming chairs up and down, and. It's so funny. We always talk about flip flopping, mm-hmm. uh, you know. And this whole, actually, this whole episode reminded me of the Bad Girls Club. Yeah. Um, and, and with the whole flip flopping thing as well, uh, we see a lot of that on that show. And then to see Renee do it, and it's like, these are your friends, and you're the one who wants to say you're, says you're the peacemaker. You're all this. She wasn't, and she she was also alternately trying to protect Carla. Don't say anything at one point. Well, Don't, saying you need pre- to stay neutral. Then she snapped on her for being neutral. No, right. And that's the thing about it. Well, no, I I, I don't think... Actually, I, I took that a whole different way. I thought she was saying, you need to stay neutral. Like, don't stick up for Drita right now. Because that's you're my friend. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. so I think she was saying, like, you need to sit down and be neutral in this situation because you're not here to stick up for Drita. Because you... I, I, that's how I took it. Because it's always about Renee. Renee's the victim. Right. And now here it is. Why would uh, she lie to me? So... Carla's sitting there, and you know, poor Carla. It, it it pisses me off as far as friendship goes. She, I was proud of her last week for staying at the party, uh, and sticking by Drita's side. Um, I respect her for reaching out to these girls, but you're doing too much for me. You're doing too much. Why do you really need this relationship with them? Or I know it's probably for TV, but then even for this, like. All this stuff is being said, and now Carla's going to run home, tell Drita, and talk all this trash. Like, no, I think it was really wrong of Ramona. And exactly, Carla said, made the comment, you know, she thinks Drita is the, the clay mold or something like that. She said, no, Renee is. Renee's the puppet because everyone just says something and she mm-hmm. goes in that direction. Say that to Renee's so face. Ultimately, so I think ultimately, maybe they'll get all get on the same page with Drita and then turn on Renee. <sighs> Or they'll turn. I don't know if they'll turn on Ramona. I just, I, I just see, and I'm hoping that Drita and Karen are going to find a middle ground because they were friends. Drita, you know, pointed out she was like, I was the only one there for Karen when that situation happened with her father. And I know we hash this. I mean, they happen, they hash it up constantly on the show. But at some point, if this person, according to her doctor, has this extreme sense of right and wrong, there was. We talked about it before. There was a sense of 
let me know you're dating my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> and I didn't know our friendship end just because we haven't talked in a long time. There is a sense of right and wrong in that. And that's what I talked about. I think she's trying to justify the whole situation and make excuses for it. Right. That being said... This it, is a traitor. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't mean that it warrants this whole big blowout. But then again, Karen's back in her native city where she grew up and all those old uh, behaviors. Like we said, it all bubbled right, up yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, revert her, back who, to what she, who she was in the past. She reverted. Um, but as far as Ramona, I mean, okay, so that's another thing is we can only go off of what we see and what we hear on the TV or right. in the episodes. Ramona is the actual person that supposedly said it. Drita got it hearsay. Now, hearsay, that wasn't brought up at the table, though, right? Because the way Renee brought it up was, Ramona, you told Drita. Right. So, yeah, no, I didn't tell Drita. I swear on everything I didn't tell Drita. I told her, my, my sister. <laughs> or, you know. Right. I think Ramona probably said it. I do. I, I don't. I mean, I, mean, it's just a, I really it's hope just, so because if Drita lies, then she needs to be kicked off. No, but, no, even, but why Drita? Why no, would she I, lie? That's she what I mean. Lie. I don't believe and it. Like, we, you know, it's like even the fact that I even think it's cool. Drita's going anger rant. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know if the show set that up, but I feel like. I don't know. I feel like she she wants to get better. I mean, I she, don't think she, she did lying. divorce her husband. No, but again, that. she got it. This is hearsay. So right. she might think 100% that it's true because she heard it from somebody else. But there's a problem with that. If you believe in right and wrong, you don't pass on hearsay. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, Drita did say, I heard it through somebody. She, she didn't say, right, right, I right. know 100%. She said, this is all I'm saying is that my sister-in-law told me this. But if you believe in right and wrong, right. you should get it from the source. That's true. Or at least let the person know. Yeah. Right. But, but at the same time, look, because uh, Renee is mad at herself now because she <laughs> said, oh, I should have uh, went along. And she, she should have pulled both the girls at the same time, mm-hmm. honestly, into a room and had this conversation. Yeah. The next day, she sits and points at Carla. Carla walks out of her damn bedroom. Poor Carla. And says, Carla, I'm having a Drita-free day. Bitch, you brought her up yesterday. Yeah, you're Nobody the one else. Yeah, no, she's amazing. But okay, slave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, to your master. I can't with her. They go fishing. Then they go out to this bar shenanigans. And same old, some poor civilian walks in. Oh, and, and you know what I think? I think it's because she wasn't getting attention. I totally agree with you. He was giving all the attention to all the other girls, and I could see her. And if you really looked, forget about creative editing and whatnot. If you've seen the wide shot where you can see all of them and Mm -hmm. see him talking, if you you guys watch the show again... Yeah, you look look at Renee's in face. Yep, yeah, jaw she, you know, not and he was just having a polite. Well, he's having fun with them. It it didn't go ugly yet, but she was getting no attention and waiting for that one what, line. He, waiting for him to slip up. Yep, and he slipped up, and of then course. she went off and again bad girls club scene mm-hmm. all the girls i was glad that all the girls did stick up for her rather than just making her look totally crazy because then it's no like, no they always will. That's an Italian thing. The outsider comes in. They uh, no right or wrong. We have to defend each other. Junior, yeah, get me out of here. Actually, rewind it for one second because when she was at the table, bringing up the whole Drita incident, why did she call Junior to talk to Ramona? Tell him what you said, Ramona. But why wouldn't you call Drita? No, because I she, know she, she was, was already on one. She was on one, and she was whole heart. She believed one hundred percent that Ramona said it. So she was calling her out to see how Ramona was going to react. That's how I took it. I just think that that was just but, weird to me. Uh, while we're back at the table, I still I kind of I kind of fell back into Team Karen again more. So I was kind of in the middle because she was like, "Okay, do we really yeah. got to hash this out again? We got to talk about this again." And honestly, I think it's going to be Karen and Drita. Now that Drita's in anger management, and she made that comment about her children and the way Karen reacted tonight, I just see both of them saying, "You know what? Like, look, 
we're pulling something along here that doesn't need to be pulled along. Like, let's just under the bridge. We're not going to be best well, friends. Well, we know because we only have a few episodes left, and you know everything's getting switched to Junior. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you know? we won't see that till so, season three. Anyway, we should probably just... Re- yeah, we're going to head to a commercial break. When we get back, Kevin's going to give us some news and gossip. After Buzz TV. Hi. I was once like you, a lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag coworkers about it at the water cooler. Then I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzzTV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzzTV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after-shows, from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV aftershows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? AfterBuzz TV News. So, as we said earlier... Mob Wives Chicago has been greenlit by VH1. The lineup for the Windy City spinoff includes Renee Farricotta Russo, who was raised by her uncle, quote, Big John, end quote, Fecarada, an alleged loan collector and hitman who was whacked by a fe- fellow member of the outfit. Nora Schwai, uh, and I hope I pr- I'm pronouncing that correctly, daughter of Frank the German Schwai, who VH1 describes as a reputed mafia hitman connected to the death of Marilyn Monroe, will also be on the show. Uh, Schwai died in 2008, and his body was confiscated by the government, so his daughter is returning to the Windy City to locate his remains. The funny thing is, is that Nora's dad was in prison with Jennifer Graziano's dad, and reportedly as children, they met at prison and were able to wave to their dads um, through the glass uh, uh, when they were out in the yards. I wonder if they'll mix the mob wives at all. Probably. I don't think so. I, I don't think so because I think she's going to follow the model of, of the Housewives franchise and keep them all separate. And we'll talk about that in, in the report. Uh, there is also Pia Rizza, the daughter of Vincent Rizza, a crooked cop who testified against the outfit and then went into the witness protection program. Christina Scoleri, an unemployed single mom who has a distant relationship with her father, Raymond Jenick, who served 20 years for various crimes. Rounding out the cast is Leah DeSimone, daughter of William Wolf DeSimone, an alleged associate of the mob. Leah DeSimone says she was never aware that her father did. A, she was never aware what her father did for a living, and never asked questions about it. Despite the fact that he would frequently leave their home in a suit and return several days later wearing street clothes. <laughs> Whoa. So when they asked Jennifer about why Chicago, she said, you know, the first thing you think about when you when you think of the mob, you think either John Gotti or Al Capone. That's New York and Chicago. Right. Um, so through that, it was it was natural to bring in Chicago. She talked to a couple of family friends that she had in Chicago and, and asked them for some introductions. And it turned out that, in fact, they knew a couple of girls. Uh, let's see. When it came to... Uh, Let's see. What did she say? Off the top of my head, random question. Yes. Do we ever think Victoria Gotti was ever 
approach for this show? I don't think so. No, I don't think so because well, I don't. Uh, I, I'm gonna. We have you know. She spoke out this week about it. Okay. If you want to jump to that, we can. But if you want, I'm well, gonna I, get to it later. Yeah. We'll and then I'll tell you what I think. Um, there, there were there were only two people that they went after that they wanted on this show in Chicago that said no, but they're hoping to get them for season two. Okay. Uh, this is going to premiere April 29th on VH1, and I'm sure we'll be here doing it. Um, but. All of this led to some great interviews with Jennifer. So I was able to pick up some stuff on the web uh, that she talked about. And, you know, when she was asked where the show's concept came from, this was actually a, a script she was writing. It wasn't a reality really? show. Mm-hmm. It, she was, she'd been working on it for years. And she gets to the Weinsteins. They see it as a reality show and a scripted show. They acquire it. They sit with Ben Silverman, who's a, a, someone I know very well because he's great at selling TV shows. Mm-hmm. They bring in this other company, Left Right, great storytellers, and and here we have the show. Um, she is still working on the scripted one and some other scripted projects as well, but she didn't want to get into disclosing. But I thought that was very interesting that she she's an artist and a, and a writer rather than just... Um, you know, someone to put together like one show. Like you know, you see a lot of people that they might have one idea, but they're not really TV people or movie people. They have one idea, and somehow it gets sold, and that's it. I mean, she, it seems like always had this creative gene in her. And it's I like that because what separates this from the Housewives is the way it's edited. When we see them walking in, it almost is like it's reality, but it almost does seem like we're watching like a mafia movie, right? Or, and even the way they edited it. Yeah. Well, she said she had watched so many of the Housewives shows that she just was like... Oh, it, it, between Housewives and also Desperate Housewives. Okay. That's what inspired her. And she sold... You know, right when she took the show out, it sold immediately. And then that made her realize, wait, if it sold this fast, Shop there's probably it. other suitors out there, right? And that's when right. she shopped it and then came uh, the Weinsteins. And, of course, VH1. Um... Let's see. She also wants to turn this into a franchise, much like the Housewives, by going to Florida, Boston, Philadelphia, and Las Vegas. And she's looking into that. But, you know, for her, they talked to her about being on camera as well. And she said sometimes, you know, she has a bug for that once in a while because she sees the girls having fun and getting a lot of attention. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, she really appreciates being a businesswoman more and likes to stay behind the camera and really wants to build this franchise and monetize it that way rather than being the you know the one out there. It was interesting with her sister Renee, not a lock for the show to begin with. Really? She said, deep down, I always knew I was going to use her, but I never told her because she'd put me through hell so much in my own life. It was nice to turn the tables and have, mm-hmm. you know, she's the big sister, you know, always probably, you know, who was the boss. And she said it was kind of nice to reverse things for a while. And yeah. Renee was like, listen, I'll do wardrobe. I'll do makeup. You know, I do that stuff anyway. And she's like, nah, you know what? Nah, get need, back to me. I need a new apartment. Um, but. Anyway, you know, she, of course, finally relented and let her on, um, and, and the rest is history. And when it came to Drita, she said, I've been Drita's manager since she was 20. Really? She said, I mean, if symbolically speaking, she said, I always knew that she was television. I always knew. And she's like, I didn't know it would be me producing her in some capacity, but I said, no, you're meant for TV. You're, you're just... You're just too interesting. You're too fun to watch. There's just you need to be famous. Just the way with words, that's definite. Yeah, um, with Carla, 
She said she was looking for that kind of quiet to the storm. She's a little bit more laid back than the rest of the girls. The, uh, that kind of person that balances out the rest of the cast. That's not exactly the same, but a little different with a sexy look. Why did you just shake your head? I find her boring. Uh, at times I like I sanity, boring, but, but I think her, her boringness equals the whole show out. Because you almost need that. Because sometimes, I'm like, with this Chicago thing, I'm like, I'm interested, but I don't want to see it. I, I really hope that they approach each other differently than this. See, because now that they have Big Anne, you can take Carla, for me, you can take Carla out of the equation. Because Big Anne, she's like, she's the the center ground for me. Carla is boring. It's, it's there's no substance for me. Big Ange brings levity, and but she can we she, just have she, one like person who's a little soft to look at? Why yeah, do we have to have no, just all crazy? You know, crazies. Can't we just have one? And big, yeah, and Big Isn't Ange is the center, her? but she is a little bit crazy still. Like she's a carrot. She's a like a muppet. <laughs> well, speaking of Big Ange, she was <laughs> on their mind. She was on their mind from season one. Mm-hmm. Okay. But again, as I said earlier in our show, she was friends with. Uh, their older sister. So she was a generation ahead of them. Mm-hmm. She was, she knew Drita because of the bar, and Drita hung at the bar and always was getting in fights. But she was the big sister to all of them, really. So that's why it was like first season, let's get it established, then we'll bring her in. Ramona also was supposed to be season one, but had the legal problems. Right. So they couldn't have her in. And, you know, the thing with Carla, Carla's known Renee since she was 17. So there's just something organic about all this, where I feel, I feel like a lot of these other shows are a little bit hodgepodge together. Mm-hmm. These people really have done the time together. It's just interesting. And when she said, would she like to bring in someone else next season? She said she'd be open to anybody. You know, keep it fun, keep it fresh. If it's a character and, and, and it's organic and it fits, she's like, I'll do it. And I hope it's not like Mob uh, Housewives where they replace somebody. Just keep adding them. I, I, I want to see more. Because I, 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 this group, like, let's add a whole other group where these girls, I feel like they have to team up. I like the idea of just. I like the idea of bringing new people in. You, not, don't have to subtract, but yeah, I'm but seeing this production. What, what kind of cost is that, though? It's nothing because you you, you don't. Who's not going? You'd pay them if you're if you have half a brain and you're some Staten Island housewife. You'd pay them. I'd give them five grand an episode. What do they need? I'd, I'd find a way. I'd mortgage my house to give them a hundred grand <laughs> because you literally would be making millions yeah, yeah. for the rest of your life. So that's not going to cost any more money. That's why. That's why it's easy to do it. I think the mistake they made on Jersey Shore is I think those. Kids got together and power played and said, no, one goes, we all go, we're sticking together, pay us a lot of money, and no new people in. And yep. it's great, but we're seeing that kind of, that show, even yeah. though the numbers are good, we know creatively it's not the same show, it's yep. just it's just dying off. And it's sad, because it, had they brought in two or three other people, we'd be okay. We'd be okay now. But anyway, um, when they asked her about Junior and how real they're going to uh, portray that, she's like, we're going to portray it totally real. And this is when she talked about the fact that Renee, her whole life, is honest about everything. She's like, in 10 minutes, she tells her hairdresser her life story. She just doesn't care. She wears it right on her sleeve. So she's like, so of course, we're going to give you everything you know that there is. And then when asked about the difference between the Chicago and New York Mafia princes, she said mostly the, mostly the accent. But she did say one thing that was interesting. She said the Chicago women are not as volatile. And then she said, yet. But I believe that because I know the Boston and New York ones are. But when you start to get to to Chicago and Florida, everything just softens up. I don't care what they say. It still softens. Nothing like the Northeast, you know, in terms of being hard. As far as Karen Gravano goes, 
She's also working on a movie based on her family, and she's partnered with a plastic surgeon to open uh, a med spa in, in New York City. Uh, they're going to launch a skincare line as well, and she's just trying to stay busy and turn all the negatives in her life into positives. She's really taking this and running. She's yeah. like, I need a movie, I need a book, I need well, a product. They line. all know the model, you know, mm-hmm. um, that's out there. I thought it was interesting, too, that there was a carnival to raise money for a young boy that uh, was having problems with his brainstem, and Big Ann showed up. And she said, I think this is great. I just hope everything works out. My heart breaks for them. It's a very nice turnout, and he deserves it. I mean, a very small thing. About 200 people bought tickets to this event. I just think it's... My heart breaks for them. But I believe it kind of does. Am I wrong, Jesse? No, I... that she probably has a big heart? She does, because she even made the quote of the night was when Drita said she wanted to go to anger management, she said, I think you should go, because people are starting to get hurt. (laughs) Right? She, she cares. She, no, are you joking? Jesse? No, I'm serious. Yeah, I, yeah. No, no, no. I, I, don't, I don't see her as Renee who will be like, I'll freaking kill you, Ramona. I'll beat you. She's the only one that never resorts to fighting. Victoria Gotti yes. has said the show is a joke. Ooh. She said, if you ask me, do I see any major talent in each of them or any of them? No. She thinks it's a train wreck and goes on to explain the show isn't real. She didn't specify about what is or isn't real but she said she doesn't think it's real uh, and then um, when it came to Karen Gravano because Sammy the Bull was her dad's right hand man mm-hmm. they were like that was it it was those two against the world and yet she says uh, Victoria says I've never met this girl I don't know her I don't like what I see per se in here but at the same time I think the whole show is a complete joke I was offered to do a book God 10-15 years ago and God knows the dollar amounts thrown at me I don't do that until it's to help save my brother's life. So we have different mindsets, you know, her and I. Mm-hmm. So, just interesting. interesting. Yeah, it's just, just interesting. I mean, I didn't expect her to have anything nice to say about this. You know, you you wonder if if her name didn't come up initially to, to maybe to sell the product. And then maybe, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, suits get weird with like, nope, been there, done that. Or it's going to be, you know, like, we've already seen her on TV. And it'll put a stick on the show. Or is she the type of person that is going to, who kind of thinks she's a star in her brain and is going to be difficult and it's going to be her show, her way of the highway, or, or maybe it's well, just, actually, maybe honestly, just too scary. A little bit of both because uh, she was on Celebrity Apprentice and watching her on it, I was actually, because I really wanted to root for her because I, I think she's just so fun and she would have made great television. Uh, but she didn't. <laughs> she didn't. No. She flopped. She ruined everything. And it was like because she was on the phone doing book deals and doing book deals, actually. Um, and it was almost like. I think she probably got that. I just got that. Do you she, think you're bigger than Ironically. Yeah, yeah. She just, she, I think, you know, probably was insecure in the moment around the other stars. So then they had to show them that she's a star. So instead right. of just doing the work and being great on the show, it was more about that. Mm-hmm. It was more about... And maybe plugging it because she didn't know how long she was going to last. And I do think if she was on the show, it would wash out the other girls, so maybe... I think it was a good call not to have her there. Or but maybe she's a good character to bring in third or fourth season to, like, boost in that extra rating. If she... I know she wouldn't do it, but... Oh, I wouldn't say that. I, I wouldn't say, you know, maybe... Because she, maybe she has a show of her own. Who knows? Right. Anyway, that's your Mob Wives News and Gossip. And now... And now, your AfterBuzz TV predictions. 
I'm excited for next week because I just want to see what is going to happen when Drita finds out about this whole Ramona Renee situation. She's going to snap. You but think let's ho- yeah. Drita's going to snap? Yeah, of course. Well, we saw Ramona sitting with. Oh, she may say, You're kidding me. Because she does have a side no, where she goes, snaps. They're crazy. They, she showed, does. they showed it. She said she's going she's gonna to punch Ramona in her throat or something. <laughs> I love it. Jabbing right in the Adam's apple. How many more? So we're, this was episode nine, episode so we've nine. got probably three more. Yeah. And it, uh, it's going to kill me that episode 12. It just I hope that it just doesn't come down to the, like the last few seconds with Junior. Next now, season. <laughs> I wonder uh. if they'll do a reunion because uh, I don't know if you guys have watched uh, There's a show, Love and Hip Hop. Mm-hmm. And they didn't... This is the first show That's I've right. ever seen that they couldn't do an actual reunion because the girls... They couldn't put all the girls in the same room. And depending on where this, the next couple episodes goes, I don't know. But, I mean, I guess we do see them on these after shows. No, too. they'll come together, these guys. They, they need the I haven't TV seen time. one. Well, we haven't seen one with Karen and Drita. Or a and remember, and Jennifer's Drita. the one that would be saying to them, guys, come on now. This is your job. It's money. And, you know, and this is what you need to do. And, and, and maybe there's that, like, sense of it's us against them. Right. We can fight. In between, but remember, out there are the civilians. It's us against them. End of day. And that's true because Ramona did say at the end of the day, Drita can sit at the table. Her seat is down there. But it's at the end. Which means you're still part of the family, but you're back there. I'm excited for next week. Uh, I'm excited to see Big Ange and Drita go t- spray tanning. Oh, my God. <laughs> to see those knockers the, With the old broad. Go with the old broad. I love her. I really want to go to that bar. You said you had a friend go to the bar. My friend went to the Drunken Monkey, and he said it, it was a cool bar. It was cool to be in there. He did not get to meet Big Ange because she was actually he, in California at the time. Did he ask anyone about it? About uh, her working about there? Her, well, yeah, yeah, and that's when they explained that she was in California. He said it was really packed, but it wasn't like... I, and I said to him, what did you expect it to be? Like a secret mob? So he's like, it was just a bar. Yeah, just a bar, but you know, but packed with who? Part. Young people or... Yeah, everybody, all he's all ages. It was and, just packed. It's and like, is he from New York? No, no, he's from out here and traveled out there. And he just... He, he said, I have to go. He to did the time. field trip. Yeah. I love that. I love it too. All right. <laughs> so, guys, you guys can uh, tweet us at AfterBuzz TV. You can follow us on Facebook at AfterBuzz. And you can t- follow me on Twitter at DJ Jesse J. At Tomakaba777. At Undergaro. Yes. And make sure you guys subscribe to us on iTunes. It's free. Just do it. Comment, rate us. Yeah, the comments and ratings really help a lot. They really help a lot. And, and again, you know, we don't ask for anything. We don't. You take up a lot of commercial time, um, but we need fuel. Yeah, and any for questions the engines, you guys you know? have, just write it in the comment. We'll read it out loud. We'll say your name on the show. But, but it, it helps. It question, helps. Uh, question, Jesse's feelings about Greek interior decorating. Yes. Yeah, it's a great question. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, my mother's not watching. <laughs> Until next week, guys. Bye. Bye. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal. 